live from Cape Town. This is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. Welcome. The 16 Days of Activism for No Violence Against Women and Children is a United Nations campaign that takes place annually from the 25th of November until the 10th of December. Joining us online is Michaela Iso, social worker for Childline Western Cape, to speak to us. Michaela, good morning to you and a warm welcome. Good morning. Thank you for having me. You are most welcome. Michaela, you know, I've introed speaking about today's the start of the 16 days of activism and we're looking at the organization you represent, which is Childline Western Cape. What is the relation between the two for you? Just give us some information with regards to that. Um, the relation between the 16 days of activism and our organization. Indeed. Okay, so um, so Childline is an organization that deals with um, children who have been abused. And the 16 Days of Activism um, is to create awareness um, for no violence against women and children. So hence, because it's, it's also forming part of against women and children, and Childline services are aimed at children, we then create awareness way up to the level of where the children are at. So we'll do awareness campaigns that in the schools and in, our, in the hospitals to create awareness and um, let um, people know about the resources that are available where abuse and violence is concerned. Michaela, we speak about child abuse and we speak about, you know, physical abuse. What does abuse constitute? Is it just physical abuse? No, so there are different types of abuse. You get physically abused, emotional abuse, neglect, sexual abuse, and then other types of treatments like structural abuse. Okay. You know, just expand perhaps a little bit more on um, all these uh, different facets of abuse. Okay. So um, when you look at physical abuse, um, it is regarded as the non-accidental injuries inflicted upon children. So... Um, it constitutes um, beating, hitting, kicking, burning with cigarettes, excessive force when carrying out thoughts, things like that that constitutes um, physical abuse. And then when we look at um, emotional abuse, it is serious mistreatment of another person's feelings or emotional needs. So this can include ignoring children, humiliating them, shouting at them, swearing at them, and those kind of things. So, and, are there yeah. are there warning signs for the different types of abuse as well? Yes, they, they most definitely are. Um, so let's let's take physical abuse for example. Mm-hmm. Um, when you see things like um, the behavioural indicators for physical abuse, with in infants you would see um, withdrawal, fear, and anxiety. Um, so when the children are crying, um, things like that, that you have to note for. And then there's obviously a physical indicators where you see unexplained bruises, um, marks, um, things that, that, that um, they can't account for and they can't say. Um, and then in children even, um, you can see that these children probably have some speech or learning difficulties, bedwetting, um some of them are eating disorders, all because of the effects of the physical abuse. And then obviously there are other things for the other different types of abuse. Okay. It is said that South Africa is one of the, what, um, uh, 
uh, uh, you know, I, I don't even want to mention it on radio, but, you know, we, we're looking at where we are on, on the scale with regards to um, crime and abuse, you know, yeah. uh, where, where we are at probably at the top already. And I think it's, it's rather scaring, and especially when we speak about bringing about awareness, you know, of child abuse, whether it is mentally, physically, or whether it is even uh, neglect and rape. Unfortunately, these are things that are happening within our community. How do we remedy these? You've mentioned awareness. How are these being remedied and, and, and um, you know, uh, brought uh, um, about, especially when, you, when you're communicating with a child? That is not willing to open up, you know, because they are so scared because they are. Um, and, and I think they're so innocent in, in all of this that's happening around them and with them. Yeah. Um, so um, we, because our focus is children, we do play therapy with children and yeah. we use different methods to kind of get children to, to tell their story by um, using interactive things with, where they can say or express themselves without having to actually talk about the actual events. So we'll do things within the sessions, um, like we have dollhouses where, where children can tell up a story and play a game with uh, the counsellor and, and, and from there we can engage in the direction of what the child is going to speak about. Or we have things like a trauma narrative um, for, 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 for counselling purposes because we, we focus on different um, strategies or approaches when, when I'm dealing with children. So um, we play therapy is our main um, way of kind of doing restoration and healing and then psychoeducation where um, telling them about their body parts, what is good touches, what is bad touches, those kind of things um, kind of indirectly addressing their, their hurts Michaela, social worker, Childline, um, does that mean that, you know, with your interviews with children, like you say, play therapy and all of these, that the child would be taken out of that environment and put into a, a place of safety whilst maybe, you know, the trial um, period is, is still um, happening? Okay, so Childline um, does not do that, but we work very closely with, with statutory organizations okay. such as the Department of Social Development, who actually does that. So once the case is reported, um, social development also gets on board. And if, there is, if it is a need that the child has to be removed from the, the, the household, that will be done um, by the statutory organization once upon investigation. You mentioned earlier, and I'm going to come back again to awareness. Do you think that parents are, um, you know, actively aware and of, the, of the child um, if there's somebody that's in the home environment, because they say many a times, you know, it's somebody within the home that is abusing the child as well. So are there telltale signs here for the parents to look out for? There, there are there, um, a lot of signs that parents can look out for. But I think most of the time, because our parents are not educated enough, or maybe um, they haven't been educated, they kind of miss things. Um, like I said, we can see it in, in bed waiting and things like that. We can see it in um, speech difficulties. We can see it in various forms of the children. And it's, uh, generally, we find, I can only speak for child and as an organization yes. and my experience, we find that even if someone is in the household, um, for example, the father or the stepfather or something like that, or um, if it is the mother or whatever, the, the other person that is involved in the child's life, the caregiver, does not know um, 
because um, this person wasn't outright doing it in front of everybody can see or there was either um, some type of um, threatening going on or, or grooming or, or bribing in that sense of the child not to speak about what happened. So yes, there are um, signs that parents can look out for and that is why Childline offers um, parenting wo- uh, workshops where um, groups where they can um, teach parents about what to look out for. Okay, so that is with regards to parents and being about awareness. And I'm sure, you know, when we speak about the 16 days of activism with no violence against women and children, for Childline, this is a 365-day, you know, um, work throughout the year as well, bringing about awareness. How did COVID-19 impact Childline this time around? As we, uh, we've we heard about, um, you know, um, lockdown and the abuses that happened as well. Was it Childline more active? Were there more calls coming in? Were there more, um, you know, calls for help? Tell us more about it. Okay, so Childline, um, for people that don't know, Childline has a crisis line that is active 24-7. Um, so the children can call to a toll-free number uh, to get services from a counsellor. They can either report abuse or, or they can just merely speak to the counsellor about what is happening. And we can either um, then refer them for counselling at our organisations or various other organisations. So, um, yes, it was difficult with COVID-19 as we weren't able to see clients face-to-face. And it's generally easier to work with a child, especially face-to-face. But it also means that we now um, got our staff fully on board with a crisis line um, where cases could be reported directly to us and then sent from us to the various um, statutory organizations that they can investigate. So we were quite active. Yes, it was very busy during COVID-19, during the lockdown period, because we were obviously now um, getting more calls and all our... um, Sessions were then done via tele, telephonic counseling. Okay, so when we say child line, up until what age can children make contact with you via your um, your toll free number? Okay, so anybody can actually call into the to the toll free number. Mm-hmm. Anyone can call in if it's a parent or a neighbour, community member that wants to report a case. Um, they can do so. Our services. However, um, in, in child life at the organizations are up to the age of 18 years old um, because um, that is the, the, the legal age of a child until 18. Michaela, the Child Line Western Cape, is it a non-profit organization? Yes, it is. It is. How do you sustain um, you know, the organization financially? Okay, so we are, we are part... Um, we are part funded by the Department of Social Development okay. um, that, that gives us subsidy and then there are other organizations um, like um, the, uh, the Lotto and the Community Chairs that also fund. So you're the go-between and, and make sure that the, you know, whatever complaints come in gets um, um, channeled to the uh, um, right places, I suppose, as well. Children often speak to people, um, you know, but no, no. do you think that they will openly speak to people about their abuse, even if they would give you a call at child line, even if they know that this is it? Um, trust. Is trust a very, uh, um, you know... Uh, open thing with children or are they more like a closed book initially? Initially there is a lot of resistance um, and that is why the face-to-face setting is so important and because you don't initially, you, you start with bonding that 
um, building that relationship with a child and, and, and through play. Um, children speak about a lot of things through play or they narrate their story by um, telling you about um, like with the dollhouses that they have, creating a narrative in the dollhouse that is actually their story, but they, mm-hmm. they refer to it as, as a, just a story. And so um, you let the child read and they will kind of ease you into their, um, their story and what their situation is. And because we don't ask about the event or things like that, we merely get the child to express themselves in our sessions through whichever medium they feel is the best with them. We do painting and all of that. So yes, because we give the child the, the leeway to take the lead and to go at their pace, I think that is uh, what makes it easier for them to okay. open up about their story because they start to build that relationship, that trust with the, with the social worker okay. or the counsellor. Michaela, is there a theme for the 16 Days of Activism for No Violence Against Women and Children for this year, a specific one perhaps from your side, and also what is Childline Western Cape doing during these 16 days? Okay, so so every year there's a different theme, and this year is the theme is Orange the World, Fund, Respond, Prevent and Collect. Um, along with this theme, it is tradition to wear white ribbon, symbolizing peace, and that you do not condone gender-based violence. So, um, yes, we our staff is wearing white ribbons um, in support of this um, initiative. And so we are going, um, I can only speak on behalf of Charles Lang, yes. we can get Mitchell Plain office, as I'm based in Mitchell Plain. So we will be doing um, 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 prevention and awareness within the school settings, um, for children to be aware of the signs and the symptoms of child abuse and um, things that is not appropriate, and then also, um, you know, within within hospital settings where we can assess the parents and the adults about what to look out for and things like that. Okay, just with regards to child neglect as well, and this is, uh, I'm sure, this is a vast topic when we speak about child neglect, not taking your child for the immunizations, not taking your child to the hospital when the child is sick. Is that all, you know, um, child neglect? Um, apart from, you know, just leaving your children to do things because you are now perhaps taking drugs? Okay, so child neglect is, uh, um, can be explained as the failure to provide the child with adequate care, food, mm. clothing, shelter, health care, when the resources are available. Also, the lack of adequate supervision and protection, or proper hygiene, sleep deprivation, mm-hmm. Um, failure to nurture and to provide emotional support those are all included in child neglect. Okay, so how can our listeners make contact with child and what is the toll free number as you've mentioned earlier there is one? Okay, so child and um, toll free number is 0800 Yes That's 0800 oh. Sorry, 08 Yes Triple zero. Yes Double five. Double five. Triple five. Triple five. That is so. That is Any final words from your side as you know encouragement to our listeners tuned in this morning and with regards to the 16 days of activism to perhaps get involved or the many programs that you'll be um, setting up as well. Okay, so um, I would just like to ask people. To um, 
be aware and take note and keep a look out in the, in the communities. I know it's, um, many people don't speak out within the community, but there is places where um, we can help the children. So if they call the toll-free number, it does not take air time. You can remain anonymous to report um, child abuse or um, even if it's not child abuse, even if any other services that you require, you are not sure how to get those services, um, maybe for women abuse or suicide hotline numbers, things like that. Mm-hmm. You are more than welcome to call child line. And we will be able to then um, do the research or provide you with the numbers that can be contacted. Okay. Mekana, just a question. Is this from your landline that you can call um, 08000 Cell phone or landline. Cell phone and landline. Busa, thanks so much for chatting to us this morning and we want to wish you all the success during these 16 days and I'm sure you'll be inundated as any other time as well. But we want to wish you all the strength as well. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome, Michaela. The pleasure is ours. Bye. Thank you. Bye. My radio station. Your radio station. Our radio station. The Voice of the Cape.